Well, hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Pierce Telecom Podcast. As always, your host, Alejandro Pinedo. And we bring to you another special episode today. You heard from Comscope a few weeks ago, and I'm very glad to say that they enjoyed the experience so much. They're joining us again, which is, of course, great news. Today, we're joined by Marty Zimmerman. Marty, welcome to uh, the podcast. Great to have you on. Thank you, Alejandro. It's great to be here. So, Marty, before we get started with uh, the meat and bones of the conversation, why don't you tell us a little bit about your um, role at Comscope and uh, what keeps you busy? Sure. Uh, So I've been with Comscope for about 23 years. I started as uh, a principal design engineer for antennas, uh, worked my way up, uh, and eventually became the director of antenna engineering for the BSA group at uh, Comscope, and uh, eventually moved into a role where I was uh, facing customers more, doing more uh, technical sales support, and I still do a bit of that, uh, but my role at the moment is CTO for North America for the Outdoor Wireless Network segment, which is a group within Comscope that includes uh, base station antennas, as well as other products that are used in a mobile wireless network. Wonderful. All right, well, let's get started on the uh, discussion today, which uh, is going to focus on tri-sector antennas. So let's start at the top. Uh, Marty, could you tell, uh, well, me and, and I'm assuming a lot of our listeners who might not be familiar with it, a little bit about what they are? So a tri-sector antenna is a type of base station antenna um, real quick, the base station antennas are the antennas that are used at the cell site, so they're not the antennas that would be on your cell phone. And specifically, it's, it's a base station antenna that offers three sectors of coverage from a single compact structure. Uh, typically, it is designed to look like a cylinder, but not always. And that that would be differentiated for, say, normal base station antennas. You would have one antenna per sector, and they might be uh, loaded, say, on a triangular platform or at the end of spars. So they would be uh, physically separated from each other by 10 to 20 feet. Wonderful. And, and you've mentioned what they look like, and we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, but why don't we first discuss the use cases? When are these uh, trisector antennas useful? When are they being deployed? And for what purpose? Sure. So the key point is today people want uh, wireless coverage wherever they are. They, you know, want to make phone calls. They want to send videos. They want to download content. There are many places uh, where it's not appropriate or possible to put a typical freestanding tower or monopole or guide wire structure uh, that may be for aesthetic reasons, say it's uh, uh, some sort of recreational area, or it could be historic region, say historic district, and people feel that there's a certain uh, ambience that needs to be maintained. Uh, But essentially, the key application for tri-sector antennas are locations where people need coverage, but uh, the people that have the power to make this decision have decided that you can't uh, deploy a normal structure. 
Uh, one of my favorite trisector pictures is uh, one from the Pirates of the Caribbean exhibit at Disneyland Paris, where the trisector is essentially looking like a flagpole on top of a turret of the pirate's castle. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, antennas are always where you least expect them, aren't they? Especially with, with technologies like this. So some getting these antennas right where people want them, uh, beyond the usual sort of logistical challenges, brings with it certain difficulties. So can you maybe talk us through um, what some of those have been in your experience and um, how do you get around them? Sure. So fundamentally, the biggest challenge is trying to get a lot of stuff into a small package. If, if you look at a typical operator in the U.S. or any other country right now, uh, they are typically deploying uh, four to six different licensed frequency bands. And the radios that they're using uh, likely have a minimum of four ports per frequency band. In some cases, uh, they have eight ports per frequency band. So we're, when, when we use the word antenna, we're really talking about a structure that could have anywhere from 6 to 12 to 20 ports and per sector, and each port corresponds to an actual uh, antenna array. And then you multiply that by the three sectors in a trisector. So now you're talking uh, a very simple trisector is going to have 18 ports. A more complex one uh, can have 40 to 60 ports. Uh, and somehow we've got to fit it all in and make it small. So really the number one challenge is uh, trying to figure out compromises in terms of performance that allow us to get to the smaller form factor uh, so that we can keep the visibility down and the size down. And a lot of it also involves uh, technology that in many cases we are interleaving or overlapping uh, antenna arrays that operate at different frequencies. And so we have a situation that we not only are making the structure work at, say, one frequency, say, two gigahertz, but it has to also be literally RF invisible at other frequencies, say at 800 megahertz or three and a half gigahertz. Great. And uh, you already mentioned, of course, the castle top. Um, you know, I imagine you want to keep these antennas as discreet as possible. Uh, people, as you said, always want connectivity where they are, but they don't necessarily want to see, you know, the, the technology that's giving uh, that uh, connectivity uh, the ability to work where they are. So. What are some of the, what do these solutions look like? What, what are perhaps some of the more uh, innovative um, settings and how do you fit all that tech into these, uh, what I imagine are, are rather creative and complex settings? Sure. So, so based on customer requirements, uh, we really have two different approaches to making a tri-sector. So the first approach is to come up with a narrow single sector antenna uh, and then take three of those and put them into a kit with a compact mount kit. So the idea here is the entire combination allows you to mount three separate antennas around a single pipe or mast. Uh, 
So key points is this sort of structure mounts around the pipe. Uh, it's also stackable. So you could put three antennas around uh, a pipe at one point, say 30 feet off the ground, and then perhaps you can put another set of antennas around the same pipe, but at a height of 40 feet. Uh, the advantage of that is that you can get more functionality, you can uh, assign more radios. So typically with a normal site, uh, you don't care about how wide it is, and so the antennas are all side by side. On a trisector, uh, people are usually more flexible about how tall it is, but they're very sensitive about the diameter. So a structure like this, you might have three different uh, levels of antennas. Uh, now, since you have these components and they're putting around an existing pipe and you may not be able to control how big that pipe is, this kind of structure is going to be larger in diameter. For example, 24-inch diameter. And a structure like this could be used with or without a surrounding concealment shroud. And by that, I mean a piece of RF transparent material uh, that is shaped uh, like a circular cylinder and that will go around the antennas and around the pipe. Uh, and so it looked like a fat portion of, of the pipe. So that's one approach. The second approach is an all-in-one structure. And so in this case, we're building a single structure. Uh, it has the three antennas, one for each sector, built into it. It has the concealment shroud built around it. That is the only radium that's present. And the whole thing is built upon a circular flange uh, at the bottom. And so the idea here is this mounts on top of the pipe. It doesn't mount around the pipe, it mounts to the top of the pipe. Now a design like this is not stackable, and so one of the critical things you need to address with stackability is you need to run RF cables past the lower bay to the upper bay. Uh, and there's really no room to do that with one of these all-in-one structures, so they're not stackable. And the key point why people like them, however, is when you do it this way, you can make the entire structure smaller in diameter. So the same amount of functionality uh, that would give you a 24-inch diameter with the first approach, with the second approach, you can keep that diameter below 15 inches. And so from a uh, concealment perspective, it's vastly preferable. Amazing. Well, Marty, listen, just before we wrap up here, if you had one key message to our listeners, if they want to find out more about these tri-sector antennas or any lessons that you've found that you think might be useful as a parting uh, gift to those listening to us, what, uh, what would you leave them with? Uh, what I'd say is we know there's a lot of tri-sectors out there in the U.S. They were heavily used uh, during the 2G and 3G deployments. Uh, during 4G, people kind of gave up on them. But, you know, our key message is with the introduction of innovations such as dual band radios, as well as antenna innovations, we are now able to offer products that in many cases have the same form factor as the, pro the legacy products that are out there. 
while offering the functionality to deal with the new 5G frequency bands. And so if people have situations where they've got an old uh, trisector and they need to update it to get 5G capability, they should reach out to ComScope because we probably have a product that would suit their needs. All right. Well, uh, folks, you heard it uh, here first. Marty, thank you so much for joining us, for uh, certainly educating me on uh, antennas and trisector antennas, and I'm sure many of our listeners out there. We really appreciate you joining us today on the Fierce Telecom Podcast. Thank you very much, Alejandro. And to you, listener, thanks for joining us for another week here at the Fierce Telecom Podcast. Stay tuned, as always, for more coming into the feed over the company. Until then, stay safe, and thanks so much for joining us. Bye-bye.